You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. If one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello again, friends, and welcome to At The Diner. It is our flagship podcast for the Great Geek Refuge, or the GGR Pirate Radio Network, when it comes to our podcasts. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com, but I'm also the host of this wonderful podcast we hear. No, we have here. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, I've also got two fantastic co-hosts. I could not do this podcast venture without them uh, alongside me today as we discuss... Amazon Prime's, uh, I'd say, newest hit show, uh, That's Invincible. I've got Mr. MC Brooks, and I've got Mr. James Rambo. Uh, we're going to cut the intro short, guys, because I want to jump right into this. Um, there were there were episodes of this series of Invincible that dragged times. But let me tell you, the last two episodes of this series were fucking lights out, man. Like, I didn't want to blink. I didn't want to miss anything. There was so much shit going on in the last two episodes of this series and honestly, like I was, I wouldn't say lukewarm, but I was like, I was okay with this series up to that point. But that finale, that two episode finale really sold it for me. And I am all in for season two now because of it. But I definitely want to get both of you guys take on one, the last two episodes, but also to the, the series holistically, because we did have some good conversation about it. Um, MC, why don't you kick us off? Actually, let's do this. Rambo, kick us off here because I know... There's more detail we need to know about this because initially this is a very long-running comic book series by um, of Walking Dead fame Robert Kirkman. Um, so give us a little bit more that we may need to know about this before we kind of go into our, our thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I mean this is uh, the first – basically the first 12 issues of a series that ran like 140 plus. Um, so, I mean, if they were going to – if they were going to be totally faithful and try and break things down like 10 issues to a or 12 issues to a series, you still have another like 11 seasons to go. Um, just a couple. Yeah, just a few. Um, yeah, it, I mean, honestly, I thought it was it was pretty uh, faithful overall. Um, 
the the changes that were made made a lot of sense uh and they were things that just in 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 no way hurt the show um with like some minor exceptions uh, and really uh did some good stuff to bolster uh uh you know the quality overall and to get it uh, uh not quite as pale as the comic had been um and uh yeah it, it's it's you know fucking if superman had a kid and and that kid became you know like he just got his powers that's our focus on that on that comic uh and there are overall i was really impressed with it i really enjoyed it uh there were a handful of spots that i feel like if there were one or two little tweaks or if there was uh one or two narrative moments pushed forward or backward here or there uh, would have had some some really significant effect on the uh, the effectiveness of the storytelling, um, but at a certain point that's just nitpicking. So yeah, it's 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 really faithful. Uh, it's beautifully animated, um, and uh, um, yeah, I, I was I was pretty thoroughly impressed throughout. Yeah, and and we had talked about this briefly before that there were like a couple of issues that we had with it overall. Um, but MC, like, your, give me your take on this. Even like after the finale, like looking at the whole series, whole season one holistically, what, what were your, what's your takeaway on this? I was very, I was very impressed. Um, I remember seeing something about this couple months ago, but because I was unfamiliar with what it was, like, I, I kind of didn't really pay any attention to it. And then I remember, you know basically the, the 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 first week when this came out and how it was kind of inescapable because everybody i knew was posting about this show and it was trending on twitter <laughs> because everyone was posting about this show yeah and even though i had no i had no idea about what invincible was and what it was about or anything like that you know i wanted to check it out and i guess i was very like it, it didn't take long for me to, to get into this show. And I, and I found myself, one, amused at the uh, the parodies of, uh, of characters that, that exist in the Invincible universe and the fact that, you know, it's not like they were trying to hide, you know, who certain characters were, were uh, uh, imitations of. Um, but also just uh, like it kind of it kind of reminded me of the boys in terms of I wasn't expecting the level of violence yeah. that, uh, that, <laughs> that I saw notably in ep- at the end of ep- episode one, but I mean, pretty much all throughout the series and especially in the finale. Um, and like w- what the series has done over these eight episodes is it made me want to go read the comic. So I think like that's something I'm probably going to do once I finish catching up on the stuff that I'm already reading yeah um and but i'm i'm super i'm super intrigued about where they're going to go in the in seasons two and three because you know amazon has already uh greenlit them for 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 at least two more seasons and given that there are you know a, a boatload of comics to go from um like i wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being a series that gets you know five six seven seasons worth especially if they're only going to be eight episodes long um, but overall, like I, I really enjoyed the series. Um, I, I like a ton of the characters um, on here. Um, I was amused with a lot of the the fighting and 
the uh, violence. Um, I couldn't help but <laughs> I also couldn't help but look at Omni Man and think of King Bradley from Full Metal Alchemist because they literally look like the exact same character. Oh, did they and, really? Yeah, they basically act like the same character, honestly. Um, but yeah, overall, overall, I, I enjoyed it. I uh, I want to go back and rewatch it again just to see if there's you know, if there's anything I missed, any cameo characters that I uh, that I missed after seeing Saitama and um, can't remember what the other the others were. Uh, Al from Full Metal Alchemist was also um, a cameo. But yeah, like I, overall, I, I like it. I'm I'm very curious to see what they're what they're going to do with this going forward. I am too, and. After this comment, just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it will be full spoilers. So this is all the spoiler-free stuff. Just giving our takes on it. I enjoyed the shit out of this series. Um, at first, the first episode, I'm like, eh, this is all right. This is okay. I didn't. The animation style, it took me a little bit of getting used to. There was something about it I didn't like, and I, I can't put my finger on it. And that's that's on me. That's not on like on them. Um, there was just something about the animation style I didn't really like. But as it went on, I really enjoyed it. And it, it, that never changed. I wasn't like, oh, now the animation's good. No, it was just like I didn't mind it anymore, if that makes sense. I just got used to it. Um, the series overall just kept getting better. Like the um, the story kept getting better and more interesting and deeper and like little things that they added to it. The issues that I had with their um, – with the voiceover acting, um, I don't know if they stepped it up. Or like what? But there were scenes in this one as we get into the final episodes where uh, J.K. Simmons, uh, the voice of Omni Man, he did some shit with his voice that blew me away. I was I was uh, astounded. I'm I'm watching it and and I'm noticing the animation too, like little things like facial ticks, and I'm like, oh shit. So maybe they stepped it up, and maybe that was on purpose because they wanted to keep it kind of like not generic, but you know what I mean, where they kind of want to keep it like kind of middle ground and we don't want to do too much with it but then as it escalates like after that final uh, uh, scene in the uh, first season uh, first episode where things happen we're not going to spoil it yet um after that it's kind of all it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger from there so maybe that was on purpose but overall i'm all in for this show the show is super well done the way that they write characters also really really well done and we're going to get into that because we actually between the three of us between mc myself and uh rambo uh we had a debate about the way one of the characters reacted i didn't like it but that doesn't make it not real it was good it was really really good and it was well uh well played so we'll discuss all of that too so overall everybody enjoyed the shit out of this series we're all in for season two we can all agree on that right absolutely okay now come the spoilers. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want spoilers, don't listen. But here we go. Um, those final two scenes, when we find out that it's it's been revealed, we know for sure that, yes, in fact, Omni-Man is the one that murdered all the rest of the, um, was it the Guardians of the Globe? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. He murdered all of them. Every single one of them. I mean, like, there was no doubt about this. Um, and the organization, I mean, I don't even know what the name of the organization is that he, I guess it's basically just the United States government is basically like, yeah, we're going to take you out Omni-Man and they throw everything they have at him. Like 
can you imagine the panic? Because think about it. This Omni-Man is more or less Superman, but with no weakness. Superman without the kryptonite. Yeah, there's no kryptonite. There's no magic. Yeah. It's yeah. just, no, there's, there's nothing holding this dude back. Yeah, that's scary as shit. There is no weakness as far as we know. And I don't know. I mean, you can... Uh, MC, if Rambo knows that there is or is not, do you are, are you okay with finding out about this? Or do you want me to keep this quiet? Uh, about what? Let's just say, for instance, we find out that, that Viltrumites actually do have a weakness. Oh, man, I, I, don't, care. I don't care. Okay. Uh, yeah. To, to the best of my knowledge, there isn't one. That's even fucking better. That's fantastic. I I, 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 it's been a while since I've read up to where I read, and I never finished it. Um, yeah. But I, I actually just uh, uh, picked up all of the hardcovers from a buddy of mine, um, and I'm looking forward to, to running through that, sh- through that whole fucking comic. But uh, to the best of my knowledge, there's no, like, there is no stand-in for Kryptonite for Ultramites. That is fucking fantastic, <laughs> because that's scary as shit. Like, that, there's no escape. Like, you can't think about that. What oh, do we have? Wait, that's right. Okay. So there's there's no given, like, kryptonite, right? There's no, like, this is the magic substance that will hurt you. Uh, but they're really sensitive to um, their inner ears. If their equilibrium is thrown off, because they can fly and, and, they, and, and they can move so quickly, if you fuck with their uh, their balance... Um, it really, it really throws them off. But even that, ear, is just, you give them an ear infection and they're fucked. Pretty much, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. They're, they're, like I said, there's no, there's no mad, there's no MacGuffin uh, uh, substance, but they're, they're much more vulnerable to, um, to their equilibrium being, being uh, affected. Okay, yeah. So take them swimming is what we're saying. Yes. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Cool. Go under the water again. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you defeat him. Um, I'm I'm just super intrigued by this series. Like it, it it really like sucked me in those last couple of episodes. And the fight the the fact that Mark makes a decision and like it, it was some heroic shit, dude. He knew that his dad was not going to be able like, that that he was not going to be able to do anything to his dad. He knew full well that he stood no chance against his dad. But he kept coming anyways, and he took. An ass whooping of a lifetime in that in those last two episodes and like kept coming anyways. And like you got to you got to give credit to somebody like that because that is not easy, you know, like to know that you have no shot in hell and you just keep coming anyways. And like he's just just smashing his face in and then he stops and he has that flashback to watching Mark play baseball. And it's, again, we've talked about this before about redeemable characters. That doesn't redeem Omni-Man. He's still a fucking scumbag. But, like, he has this, like, moment where he's like, I gotta stop. And then he just flies away. But he said, he said the abuser bullshit as before he flies away. Look what you made me do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Geez, you know, you could have just not done that. There was that option, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that entire scene was so jarring to me. Right. I mean... I mean, with the 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 shit with the subway, yeah, and then just punching him into the mountain, and then when he mounted him, it was just like no at no other point uh, during this series did any of the violence like get to me. I was just like, oh holy shit, this is holy shit. But Omni Man specifically, the way he beat up Mark in that finale, just like 
I, I, it really threw me, it really threw me off. And, and maybe it's because the dynamic of, you know, father, son, maybe that added, added an element to it. Um, that, that didn't with any of the other scenes in the, in the show, but like, holy shit. Oh no, like, dude, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Like it was uncomfortable I, to watch. I, I remember like, cause like he, he gets him down and he's like on top of him and he like punches him like once or twice. And I was like, okay, so he's just going to finish him off. And then he just keeps going. And I'm like, oh fuck. And I was like, yeah. I, I thought he was going to kill him. I thought he was going to beat him to death. I, I mean, mean, yeah, that was the plan. <laughs> yeah, that was you know, that's what he was. That's what he felt like he was going to have to do. Yeah. Um, Initially, that was his intent, I'm sure. But like that, that's how I figured it was going to play out. I was like, yeah, we're about to see Mark die. I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I, I kind of almost had that feeling in nearly every episode this in this show. Because it feels like it feels like there was an episode that, that didn't go by. They didn't have Mark get his ass kicked by somebody. Oh yeah, with that fucking that fucking space cat. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, oh, that, that was played. Yeah. That was played. That was played by uh played by Michael Dorn. Fucking uh, Michael Dorn. Yeah, that was that was like both exciting and like oh man, why did Worf just beat the shit out of Mark? <laughs> like, yeah, that was Mark. Yeah, Mark took a took an ass whooping like a champ in this series, man. That was yeah. just like that was kind of his thing, you know? Like, yeah, like. I mean, like the two shows we're talking about today both have running themes. Sam couldn't win the fight, and and Mark couldn't. Well, Mark also couldn't win the fight without getting his ass handed to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to go into the issues that I had. I still, I still feel like they need somebody else to play Cecil. Like, I, I, as much as I love Walton Goggins, I, like he's one of my favorite actors, man. But like, fuck, find somebody that sounds old because he does not sound old at all <laughs> and that's just not working for me um everything else like I, I just don't have any other real major critiques um i wouldn't say it's a critique and, and i want to clarify that too because let me tell you about the fucking internet and how they ruin any time you have any issue with something because they always have to throw some extra bullshit in there um i personally didn't like the way amber handled mark telling her that he was a superhero i get why she did it because ultimately teenagers are dicks. Mark's a dick too, because after she broke up with him, he acted like an asshole with uh with uh Adam Eve. Eve. He was yeah. yeah, he was just like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do whatever I want, man. But you know what? Fucking 17-year-olds do that shit all the time. Yeah. But like it it irritated me that she was just like, Oh, I already know you're a superhero douche. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> she just did not give a fuck. She was like, get out, flyboy. I'm like, man, that's no sympathy whatsoever do you not understand like what he's having to grapple with like he's trying to save the world and you're mad because he missed a date but because i have two totally awesome co-hosts which i'll let you guys pitch this i've i understood it a lot better after we talked through it i understood it in the moment too because just imagine like how helpless you must feel if like somebody never gives you the time of day everything else is more important than you like that that was kind of the, the take but yeah like you guys were on the opposite side of this for sure because you definitely saw amber's uh, side of things mc starts off are you sure you don't want to go you, you yeah i mean if you yeah, i i, I can, i'm i'm never oh, happy yeah. to not talk oh yeah <laughs> no, go ahead well so um i i think there, there it comes down to to very a couple very important points one being uh that um Amber didn't sign up for uh, a relationship where she was going to be number two. 
Um, you know, this isn't an issue of like, you know, uh, an army wife or husband uh, understanding that their significant other has a very important job uh, or, or, you know, somebody being married to a cop. Um, you know, there's there 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 is an understanding that um, I have a greater calling and I have to go and do this very big scale important thing. Um, she's a teenage girl who met a teenage boy and she was into him and they started dating and things were fun for a while and, and, and going good. Um, so that I think that's the first thing we need to establish is the idea that I, I disagree with the idea that, that Amber is an asshole for not being okay with Mark acting the way he was acting. Um, the other, another thing is, uh, even that notwithstanding, Mark was constantly making and breaking promises, uh, and being very casual about it. Uh, yeah. like he, he would, um, kind of off the cuff be like, Oh, I brought you a present. Uh, I, I, there's like, there's the, the, the bit in like the third or fourth episode where, uh, he shows up with like, a cake, like an like a, a like a Japanese cake or something. Like there's some kind of like cheesecake or something he shows up with, and her response is, "So you're late because you went and got me this to apologize for being late." And he's like, "Yeah, I guess." Um, but even then, he he never really grasps her perspective on it because, as far as he's concerned, what he's doing is so important, um, and like. I get it. Mark is feeling himself uh, something fierce because why wouldn't you? Like, even beyond the fact that, like, you're a young, good-looking guy, um, you can fucking fly and you're invulnerable. Uh, and and you're your, dad is, your dad is arguably the biggest hero in the world. In Iron 100%. Man. Like, like, yeah, so you've already got that on top of it. And now, guess what? Your powers have finally kicked in. So you're going to be able to do even a little bit of what he can. Like, you're a big fucking deal. Um, and, and to Mark's credit, even with that said, he never really lets the, the, the ego that could very easily slip in uh, from that creep in the way it could. Um but that doesn't mean that he's not neglectful in his relationship. Um, he's he's never as honest with her as he needs to be. And a point of contention that came up when we were originally talking about this was Mike made the point of like, well, what? I mean, so he was supposed to just tell her she was that he was a superhero. Um, and I think that a lot of people have taken that same stance. And that's not what I'm saying, um, because that is you know, secret identities are, are part and parcel with superheroes um, for any number of reasons. Uh, but I think a, an important aspect that's being disregarded is you can be honest and not tell someone every detail of something. And I don't mean a lie by omission. Um, I mean, talking about what's going on in your life uh, and how it's going to affect other people. If Mark was clear about the fact that he is doing something very big and very important that is going to take up a lot of his time and that he's not going to be able to honor all these kind of like long-term commitments. Uh, and by that, I mean like, you know, uh, fucking like we're definitely going to go out on a date on Saturday night at this particular place at this particular time. Um, and if he was just like, look, I'm down to hang out whenever we're, you know, we're both available uh, and we can have a good time. Um, if you're cool with that, let's do it. And the ball was in her court and Amber agreed to that and then was upset. That would be the point where I'd be like, yeah, no, she's being a dick. 
Um, but that's not the case. Mark was in a committed relationship uh, with someone who he kept blowing off um, and who at the same time he kept saying that he was going to stop blowing off. Um, and her realizing that he was a superhero, I am—I mean, and truth be told, I imagine she was a lot more pissed uh, about what was going on until she realized that. Um, so I think that, that her reaction was still a bit tempered uh, uh, when, when she does finally be like, when, he, when she does finally dump his ass. Um, and I don't think that she's wrong to do it. Uh, I, I think that, you know, like MC has talked about before, this is a big, uh, 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 turning point and, and learning experience for Mark to realize, you know, I need to work on this work-life balance thing a lot more, mm-hmm. um, because if I don't, I'm going to miss out on some very important things. Um, but I, for, as far as how he treated things overall, if you swap superhero for like marching band or uh, 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 or like internship or any other thing that gets in gets in the way of a teenage boy's uh, free time, and you had Mark act the same way he was being he, he had been acting. Is your perspective still the same that like what he well, what he's doing is so important that he can he kind of gets a pass on on doing uh, on, on a lot of the behavior he, he showed. Um, well, let me give you let me give you my, my take on this. OK, because okay. I, I understand that aspect of it, because ultimately, like in a binary, you know, yes, yes and no right and wrong sort of concept. Yes, he wasn't making time for her or being honest with her. But at the same time, too, this isn't an internship. This isn't like I really want to work for um, Microsoft. This is like he's saving the world potentially from an alien invasion or trying trying to help a – as we find out that, that – I can't remember the guy's name, that rock face guy basically. The guy could like cover himself in rocks. Uh, Titan. Like, yeah, trying to help Titan over overtake a criminal organization. Like – these are bigger things. And ultimately, like my my big point with this was like it's like he almost needed to come up with another lie so that he could continue to do the superhero thing. Or and this is really like what I didn't get to get into with it is like, where do you draw the line with being honest with somebody when it comes to something like this? Because when we look at the old adage of secret identity superhero, but you still want to have a regular life with a with a person, like and you want to have like regular teenage things, you want to date, those sorts of things. Where do you get to the point where you can actually tell them that you're a superhero? Because if you tell every single person, like that defeats the purpose of a secret identity. But are we looking at a situation here where you don't even need a secret identity anymore? Could he go to school like a normal kid knowing full well that he has that? I mean, like they've started to explore this in certain uh, series. For instance, um, Lois and Clark um, with – the new series that they have on the CW where their kids, one of them has a little bit of power and it's making him a pretty badass football player. Yeah. Like is, should he be allowed to do that because he has superpowers or does he have to come out and say, Hey, by the way, my dad's Superman. Like, because the old adage has always been, you can't release your secret identity because then your enemies could use it against you. Essentially is what we hear. They could hurt the people that you love. Like, I, see, I, I just don't know. And like, 
the the other aspect of this too is have female characters who are the love interest of superheroes been more or less refrigerated for all these years because they're just they've been written to just accept that is this a more realistic depiction of what it would actually be like if a real superhero kept missing dates with you because they were out saving the world and like that, that's what i'm does that make sense like where i'm trying to come from with this? oh yeah totally yeah yeah because like i don't know how i would respond to that like would you would you be pissed i mean like i think you would be pissed but at the same time would you understand there's understanding and then there's justification mark doesn't yeah. want understanding mark wants a, uh, wants uh, absolution yeah he's expecting her to just be okay with the fact that like okay well yeah he was late to he he's broken nearly every date that he's set up but he's doing something that's important so it's okay like that's an yeah. unreasonable ask of any person yeah. Especially with Amber not knowing. I mean, we know that she knows now, but Mark yeah. didn't know that she knew. Yeah. It, the other thing, too, that we have to keep into account, too, and I think this is what also what colors a lot of uh, a lot of people's perspective, is that Mark is the he's the main character. So we're a bit more sympathetic towards him because it's his show. Like, yes, Amber is a character on the show. There are a yeah. ton of others, but Mark is the main character. So we're, we're more simple. We, we, we kind of side more with him because the focus is on him and his heroism. So, so yeah, we assume that everyone who is involved with his life should be understanding of that fact, regardless of whether they know they, this is what he's, this is what he's doing or, or what he's not doing. So one of my favorite gifts of all time, now I'm about to send it to you guys, and I'm going to describe it. It's one of my favorite gifts of all time because it totally describes exactly how I feel about the Amber situation with Mark and Invincible, where like it's Alonzo morning when he's playing on the Miami Heat. And he looks pissed off and he's angry and he's like shaking his head. But then you see him like have this realization moment. Where he's just like, man, this is bullshit. I can't believe it. Well, you know what? He did miss a lot of dates. And, like, I'd be pissed off if I was dating somebody and I was never priority. So, all right, I guess I kind of get it. Like, that's that's Alonzo Morning's expression in this. And I fucking love it. Because that's exactly how I feel about this conversation that we had. Because at first, I was like, man, I just, I don't get it. This is just some teenage bullshit drama. And then, like, well, how would you feel if somebody basically, like, ghosted you every single time? Because something else was more important. Oh, yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, without 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 any explanation or context yeah. for it, yeah, yeah, and it and it sucks because I feel like he's in a no-win situation either. Like yeah. I don't think she's wrong, but I don't think he's right. If that makes sense, yeah, I think yeah. they they both there was the communication could have been better. And honestly, I think after that soup kitchen thing, honestly, I think Eve and it's not Eve's responsibility. So let me state that up front, okay? It's not Eve's responsibility, but Eve could have very easily just been like, look. Um, well, no, she did. She was like, look, he would have been here if he could have. But, like, she could have said, look, you need to talk to Mark. I'm going to take you somewhere. And and yeah. take him to that facility and be like, Mark is invincible. And he was trying to help. And he got seven, stages, seven shades of shit beaten out of him. And that's why he couldn't be at the date. Well, but, the only thing with that is it's it's not it's not her right to to give away his identity. Like yeah, that. no, yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. No, it was it was definitely not her place to do that. But I, like that's a, 
It's it's so complicated because what was his excuse? Did he say he was like in a car accident or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But here's honestly, the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. If because we saw in what uh, I don't remember what episode it was that they went to the college. Like Mark obviously felt serious enough about Amber that he wanted to say like, hey, we should go to we should go to college together. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you feel that strongly about her like it'd be one thing if this is just a, a girl that you've kind of just gone on a few dates with and y'all are just having fun as opposed to you're thinking about going to school together like beyond high school like if you feel that way then like at some yeah. point you should have really been like okay i need to say this so that it doesn't get to a like a point uh, a point where you know, she is not trying to listen to what I have to say about why I keep missing all these events and dates and whatnot. Like, you felt strongly enough about her for that that, that he, he sh- should have said something sooner. Is it possible that the whole college thing, and the reason why he said that, was because he felt guilty in the first place? Well, uh, that's oh, what I was, think. Yeah, no, and he, like, over, think. He, he basically, like, over, oversold. And was like, maybe we should go to college together because this will be my chance to show that I am committed to this and uh, I can make up for all the like times that I've missed out on this. Oh, no, I I, I think that 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and like William makes a great point where he says he you're not upset about the fact that uh, uh, this girl you're in love with broke up with you. You're like you, you were never really in it. You were there because there was a girl that liked you. Thank you. <laughs> and that's, I mean, yeah. that's 100% the situation. Like, yeah. Amber is very attractive and very charming, and she and came on him, Mark. Yeah, and, and she was into super him. into him, and he's like, dope, this is great. Like, I am still, like, you know, decent acquaintances with one of my first girlfriends, and it was 100%, and this is going to sound like a fucking humble brag, but it was, <laughs> it was a similar situation in that they were more into me than I was into them. Turns out I was too good in bed, and, and that's why they <laughs> broke up. <laughs> well, and it was it was a matter of like when I realized that I was like, oh shit, no, this needs to end because to keep going is dishonest. Um, it, you know, it, the longer you're in a relationship with someone, there are implications of things being built. And 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 a future be a, a, a past and foundation being established for a future. Yeah. So if you know something needs to end, fucking end it. Um, yeah. And and Mark was Mark was cool having his Lois Lane and be, you know and you're like, well, I, I have my girlfriend and I ha- I'm a superhero and like shit is coming up Millhouse. This is all great. Um, and. It wasn't necessarily that he wanted to be with Amber, but he's a teenage boy and he wanted a girlfriend. Um, you know, w- whenever I hear about people who like marry their high school sweethearts, I'm like, man, I I I really hope y'all didn't make a mistake because yeah. <laughs> the odds that the first person you fucked <laughs> is the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, super slim, super slim. Um, so yeah, it's it's it. There's I mean, there's a lot of factors, and, I, and one of the things I really appreciate about, appreciate about it is, it you know, they're both they both make very good points in terms of like, you know, well maybe Amber should have been more understanding, um, and maybe Mark, 
or not many people, like definitively, Mark should have been clear about what was going on with him. And like, there's arguments to be made on both sides of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like, uh, uh, and I, you know, I'm not taking a hardline stance on saying like, you know, one of them was 100% right or wrong. Um, but I absolutely understand why she was as upset as, upset as she was. And, 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 the big mistake I think that's made, and you know, because Mike, 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 you you referred to her breaking up with him as an emotional decision, and I don't think that was. I think that was a decision decision that she had thought long and hard about. What I'm concerned about for the characters, and what I think is an emotional decision, is when she sees that Mark is hurt, she immediately comes running. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a really yeah. good point, dude. Because like, that was that, the more that's emotional the decision. I have. Now yeah. she feels guilty for her decision because uh -huh. she's like, oh, fuck, he might be dead. Oh. And I now feel guilty, so I'm going to come kiss him and show him affection and act like everything's cool. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because like, she did, like, deal. she, well, I, and, I, and maybe, and this is just, like, okay, she still cares about him, obviously. But, yeah, like, it, it does kind of let him off the hook a little bit, doesn't it? Because now he's like, oh, well, she feels bad for me, so I don't really have to do anything. Like, because granted, I mean, and maybe like, at, maybe now's not the time. Like, that was some, because I see what you're saying. That was an emotional decision. But also, she does want to support him. She, you know, he just found out that his father's a total sack of shit and murdered the entire Guardians of the Globe team. And, has not, and then just almost like smashed his own son's face in and then left mysteriously so maybe now is the time to be like look i need to go support this person that i still care for and we can figure out our shit later kind of thing like i i see what you're saying and i agree i'm not i'm not saying you're you're wrong but like i think there's a lot of layers to it you know it's like it's like an onion yeah. like, you know like part like parfait. Yeah. like parfait yeah, yeah. i mean really the only issue is the people who have gone to the extreme end you know Referring to Amber with all types of, you know, B Man. words and C uh -oh. words and, and whatnot. Because no. No. that's that's no. large because like that's largely what I've what I've seen on the Internet. Like if, if I wasn't watching this series, I did. I, I probably I, all I would have known about Amber is that, you know, she's apparently the worst character to ever exist on any show ever. That's so fucking wrong, man. Like this is fucking Skylar White all over again. Like this is like Mark. Yeah, Mark's not not making. He's not cooking high quality meth. But every time Skyler would make a point on Breaking Bad about how like, hey, Walt, you're being an asshole and putting us all in danger. And she was 100% right, pretty much every goddamn time. It became this whole thing of like Skyler's a monster. How can she be? How can she not understand what he's going through? And blah blah blah, uh, to the point where like fucking Vince Gilligan, the show's creator and head writer, was like, "I don't understand. I don't know what. Why is everybody okay with what Walton's doing?" Yeah, and and really upset with Skyler. Like she's, huh? Uh, like Anna Gunn, the, the actor actor that played her, um, wrote an op ed about yeah. like the sexism and misogyny that she kept encountering um because yeah it, it's it's you know yeah mark is the protagonist and yeah. you know we're supposed to you know see his side of things maybe more than others uh or or at the very least technically we're supposed to we're more likely to um 
But at the same time, you know, take a step back and really look at what's happening, and you might be surprised. It's a it's a bitterness thing. It's the same people who were like, um, Thanos wasn't wrong kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah the or the or the Batman <laughs> only beats up um, poor people kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. It's the bitterness seeping through. But um, we'll go ahead and wrap things up there uh, because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, the master of memes. Um, MC Brooks is killing me right now as he has a picture of um, I can't even describe it. Who's the actress that's holding um, Kevin Hart in this picture? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought I knew who it was, but I, I actually don't. I have no clue where this is from. It's just, I it's think big... it's from the the real Husbands of Hollywood. Is it? I'm not that sure. Might... Yeah, basically it has a it has a woman holding Kevin Hart in her arms and then sticking a finger in the chest of another woman. And the woman with the finger in her chest is Amber. Uh, the woman holding Kevin Hart is fans, and <laughs> Kevin Hart is Mark. And like, <laughs> I was trying so hard not to laugh on the podcast. <laughs> but then From also, real, too, real husbands, yeah. And apparently, apparently, also. The internet has a lot of thirsty ladies who really yeah. think Omni Man is horny uh, posting for Omni Man. Horny posting for Omni Man. Like, what, what's this one say? It looks like he's known to break a few backs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big Zaddy, he should use a train to run through me too. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll take that over the fucking Mark and his mom memes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. What the fuck, dude? Jesus I just, Christ. I don't know. I can't. I can't even go back to that that meme group because it's oh. that's it's literally all that's there. I I didn't even show you guys the worst ones that I saw. Those uh, just God, no. they get they get so much so much worse. And I'm just like, <laughs> I wish Facebook would would take some of your accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't deserve social just, media. <laughs> like you know, maybe you need a 30 day ban for, oh for this or God. something. <laughs> On that note, across the board, if you have not watched um, Invincible on Amazon Prime, uh, carve out some time and watch it. Definitely worth your time. Uh, very violent, so be prepared. I mean, it fits with Amazon Prime's other superhero stuff like uh, The Boys, which is also equally violent. But yeah, you, uh, we we all across the board really, really, really enjoyed it. So definitely check that out. Next podcast episode you will hear we are going to have the writer of The Underfoot, which now has its sequel. She's been on before. Her name is Emily Witten. We're going to have her. We're going to interview her. But the great thing about Emily is she is well-versed in the geeky, nerdy stuff. So we're going to talk to her about her new book. We're also going to talk about other geeky, nerdy things, as we tend to do on the airwaves here of At The Diner. So for all of us here, for MC Brooks, for James Rambo, for all of our writers and contributors on the website as well, we thank you so much for tuning in, for reading our stuff, for sharing with your friends. Uh, we really, truly appreciate it. Uh, we're not through this pandemic yet. We're starting to see uh, the light at the end of the tunnel, though, as everybody's starting to get inoculated and vaccinated and all those fun things. So stay safe. Keep wearing your masks until we're told that it's uh, okay to not do so. Keep washing your hands. Try to treat people as nicely as you possibly can. We're all going through a stressful time. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, 
for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!